guys, welcome to episode two of Wax Half Full, a podcast that was born out of in joke and we just spoke it into existence somehow. And apparently, people people liked it enough that we're recording a second episode. Okay, uh, I'm Wax, your host. I realized last week I introduced myself as an overly online person from New York, which is probably the most unlikable way to describe anyone. But uh, alas, that is who I am, so I can't really change that. Uh, and uh, Again, co-host Ads, who is yep. uh, another... I mean, you're also overly online, you would say. Overly right? online, but from Sydney, so I'm less right. insufferable than you. Yeah, yes, you're very charming, actually. Actually, like, the Australian makes you way... I mean, that really overcomes a lot in life. I feel like if you're not living in Australia, you're just going abroad. That just, like, covers a lot of, like, personality flaws or anything. It's a cheek. Yeah. It's like a lovable rogue. All right, wait, yeah. you got to introduce yourself, Skittle. Oh, yeah, talk. yeah. Here, so it's, it's and we've got a guest. In. Yes. Our first guest. This is uh, Skitter, And I am also moderately, well, not moderately. Let's be real. I'm, I'm really online. I'm also from New York, but now I'm living in Austin. All right. I, I really feel like we shouldn't have gone down the overly on, online route too much because now, now that's, uh, I mean, now you know what this podcast is about. And I so mean, that, that's our entire content shtick, so I don't know. Right, right, right. All our chance of getting anyone who's not in the server of listening to this past, like, 30 seconds is, is just gone. So there we are. Well, no, my I... friends listened to the last one. It's all good. What? Well, you know what? My, You're, Ireland last friends. Pod? Yeah, the last yeah. podcast would have been like you should you should like uh, show it to your mom or something like like she would enjoy it. It probably has like stuff you never told her. Look at how oh, far boy. I've come, mom. Let's let's keep that that way though. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh yeah, because that's the Australian man thing. It's like you know, like, you know, Australia is still like like, four, like twenty years behind the United States in terms of like toxic masculinity. You know, you can't talk about your feelings and shit, right? Yeah, pretty much. Ah, just just a way of understanding of it. So speaking of America, we're recording this on Thanksgiving. Wait, is it Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh. it's Thanksgiving. All right. Damn, you guys are terrible. Even oh, I know well, it's, it's not Thanksgiving here. Well, we don't know. It's not Thanksgiving it, here. It's it's COVID Thanksgiving, and none of us are doing anything. Like Skitter's out living in Texas by himself. I'm out. COVID giving is that what we're calling it? COVID giving. Nah. Well, that that's anyway. what happens when you go on a trip for Thanksgiving and then you go back home. Yeah, you're COVID giving around Thanksgiving. Anyway, basically, like, there's a lot of, like, meaning and history behind the holiday, I think, that you're supposed to be. But basically, we just know it as the holiday where we eat a shit ton of food and we go Black Friday shopping afterwards. So, yep. let's, Thank you for so, Black Friday as an Aussie. Thanks like, for the that's, that's, Yeah, that's like American cultural imperialism. But the good, the good kind? Let's, let's the good say kind. the value-neutral value kind. That's what I call yeah. it. Value-neutral. You're still yeah. spending money, but you're spending less money. Yes. Capitalism, good? Bad? Value neutral? Well, we'll figure it out later. I wanted to ask you about the food because, um, like, in my recollection, so me and Skitter, we're, we're both like, uh, uh, what should we say? Second generation, first generation kids? I think we're uh, second gen. Yeah. Second the gen. Terminology is yeah. iffy. Yeah, and, second uh, gen. Yeah, Thanksgiving takes a different form. And and I recall, uh, we didn't, my family didn't really do Thanksgiving, didn't do much about Thanksgiving. It was just like, oh, it's a day. But we didn't really do the turkey that much, or we didn't really, really have like big gatherings because most of our family was all back in Korea. But I want to ask you, yeah. like, oh, so where where are your parents from? They're from India. Like they're where 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 in? Uh, they're from a state called Rajasthan, in India. Okay. It's a state in northeast India. Okay. It's not 
really too distinctive besides the fact that it is home to both the original warriors and the original merchants of India. I think both of those, they All came right. from there and my parents migrated down south, not south, All right. but All right. south. There's a lot. There's a lot of questions about what do you mean by the like, quote unquote original warriors and merchants, but we can we can get that later. So yeah. like, uh, so how, how do you guys do Thanksgiving? Really, it depends on the person. So, like well, for example, you're, well, like, yeah. So like we always like I I should set the stage, but um, me and my family we never really do Thanksgiving alone. Like it's almost always with a a nearby Indian family that we're family friends with. And this is just because we don't have our grandparents, you know, yeah. back in America. They're all in India as a result of being an immigrant family. So we do it with other people. And like I said, it depends on the person. So we do know one Indian family there. Mm-hmm. The dad is very, he's like almost like old school white American. You know, he likes fishing. He likes hunting, etc. So if we go to his place, you know, we have the whole setup. We have the turkey. We have everything, right? Mm-hmm. So we that in in that sense it is a normal thanksgiving just with two or more indian families uh so getting want, together but, but i want to ask about the spread so you said there's a turkey so is it like an yeah. all american spread or is there like some sort of like mix of like, okay it's, it's 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 all american like you wouldn't re- really? you couldn't really tell that there's any sort of like indian in it besides the people there is that like yeah. typical is that typical you think or is that just like more i think that's of a the, of the families that are there I think that's atypical because, like atypical. I said, uh, atypical because I think yeah. that dad is just uniquely American amongst the Indian men that have migrated to America. Like mm-hmm. with the other families we go to, it generally is sort of kind of just another reason for them to get together. So it's really just like a normal party. You wouldn't think it's Thanksgiving. It has mm-hmm. like the Indian food, like paneer and all, chicken, butter chicken, naan. Nice. So, so I have a question. It, yeah. yeah. Do you guys actually like turkey? Because like I see both ways. It's like you own, like you pretty much only have turkey at Thanksgiving, right? It's not yeah. a meat uh, that you have often. I mean, you use it to like make turkey burgers and you use to make like sandwich meat. But no, you don't really eat the whole roast turkey at any yeah. other holiday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Why my family doesn't... That's... I think it's just because the turkey is... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm interrupting, but I think the turkey is a wild game animal. And that's just like emblematic of the Americans' original hunter slash settler roots. And basically just like, they kind of just aped it from what they thought would be, you know, an Indian aesthetic, like a Native American aesthetic. Okay, but so I have, I have no... Okay, well, one, citation needed, but two. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it, that's exactly the same because... I feel like I have the same experience in terms of when I was in the States, we, we made a turkey because that's what you do and not because anyone likes it. It's like, ah, yeah. So, so no one actually likes turkey over like Yeah, no, no, no one no one actually likes it. Like, like over chicken. Maybe you like, yeah. you don't mind it, but over chicken. Yeah. Yeah, they no. They prefer chicken, but they still have no. turkey. Yeah. Yes, and a lot of, that's and a lot of people cheap. who are like, a lot of people who are culinarily inclined will say, "Oh no, that's because you've never had good turkey," and that makes sense. It's like the larger. Uh, that's going to be their response. Well, that's going to be their response for anything that you say you don't like. For it's anything, like, yeah. It's because you've never had good X. You know, like, just, if you're going to be pretentious enough, you can say that about anything. It doesn't make sense. I don't care. I'm, I'm denying that that route. Okay. There is some truth though. There is some truth to everything. There, there is no, some truth, but 
it's too easy to like group all of it under oh you just so, haven't had the real one so what you're saying is it's it's easier to make a decent chicken roast than it yes. is to make a good turkey roast yes 100 percent. is it is it because people are more familiar with it like they cook it regularly enough to be good at it or is it just the actual meat it's a size it's a size basically okay. getting like like you know getting meat done to the correct temperature is is what determines how how you know whether it's dry or moist that's what determines it and yes. the large you know the larger it is the harder it is to get it like done okay. you know at, at the same temperature at the right places like there, there's a lot of like recipes out there you know because you know internet foodie culture has become like such a big thing there's a lot of recipes for making turkey and, and i've like i have actually tried to make you know some of those recipes and it does improve it like brining a turkey it improves Wait, it so much for thanksgiving or just trying it because you're pretentious Oh, uh, for Thanksgiving, I, I did it once okay. when, I, you know, when I was living, when I was living with a bunch of my college roommates, and we wanted to do a turkey. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go, you know, the full like internet person thing. Well, not the full. I went like halfway. And I was like, yeah, yeah. If you if you soak a turkey in salt water for three days before you do it, and yeah, that helps because of something with like osmosis and how that that yeah, stuff there's works. Some, there's some uh, shokugeki explanation for why that works. Yeah, and like What's I think the I use explanation. He just said it—the osmosis of the fucking yeah. soil oh, yeah. with, yeah. with the uh, pH balance. Some bullshit. You could—I don't know. Shaky Geek doesn't oh. care about. No, uh, I misheard uh, you. Are saying there are some versus that's the. No, I don't know. Fucking, yeah. do you think I know? Like, yeah, I can I barely cook fucking toast. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like, keep going. And I use like a meat thermometer and all that, and I was like, "Oh yeah. yeah, this is this is better." And like, I can see why people make the argument, but at the same time, I'll be like, "You know what? If I if I had all this time and effort, let's just like make some uh, like any dish that I like better." You know, well, it could just be like a ham, or it could be like a like a prime rib. Like, like a, a, any yeah. of those things would be better with that with equal amount of effort. I would say, yeah, with equal amount of knowledge and effort and technique. Like, I still think any other meat would be better. Yeah. All right, let's go away from the turkey because I don't think the turkey is that that important. Yeah. Okay. Because then, as far as I know, I'm just like an outsider looking in. The next thing, everyone gets a turkey, almost everyone. The next thing that differs from everyone is whether or not you have, a, what spread you have like, on, the, on the table. Like every different region will have a different preference. Is that okay. all right? Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Yeah. But, but both, both me and uh, Skidder are... You're from, wait, are you from Jersey? We're, we're Northeast. We're I'm, both I'm northeast. from Jersey. I'm from Jersey, yeah. yeah. Northeast so, Jersey. So, so, you're, so just understand that your questions to us are going to have like a bit of a Northeast bias. But yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. So what do you guys have? Other than the, other than the turkey. What's what's next to it? What's the top three? Don't fucking tell me everything. I can't be fucked. I'll, I'll let whites go first. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. All right. So top three size power ranking. Okay. Yeah, power rank uh, it. That's the best content we can make. Let's be real. Oof. Okay. Okay. Power ranking. Mm, this, this this one's hard. All right. Number three, I'm gonna uh, go with with cornbread. Cornbread's like, a bit like, more of a southern. You know, it's a bit more southern, but I really really like cornbread. And it, it mm-hmm. can be any kind. It can be like savory cornbread, sweet cornbread. You know, it, 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 you you can make like a savory cornbread with jalapeno and like cheddar, or you can just make like your like a cakey sort of like sweet one, without any other additions. Okay. Number two, mashed potatoes. It's just classic. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can argue with that. And number one, mac and cheese. Mac and, and uh, cheese. Damn, I thought you'd be more pretentious than saying mac and cheese. To be honest. No, no. Like, like it's all like, it's it's all comfort food. And I was like, and 
I want to say this, and you're not you're not British, but yeah, I'm gonna put you in the same boat. <laughs> I, I I know one of our friends like he put he put in a thing in the chat that said, you know what Britons are eating on on a Sunday roast, and I was surprised to see mac and cheese was so high, and I was like, yes, American cultural imperialism wins again. Another wins again. In, innovate. Well, you know what? I don't know the history of mac and cheese is, but you know the mac and cheese you're eating is probably the more American version of it. And I was like, yep. Yeah, that makes sense. It's 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 pretty much a perfect side to some kind of like you know giant giant hunk of meat. Mm-hmm. All right, Skira, do you disagree? Are there any overlaps? It's uh yeah, there actually is an overlap, and the overlap is when it comes to like Wax said, mac and cheese is the best. I think I also think mac and cheese is one of America's best cultural exports. Actually, I really love mac yeah. and cheese, so. Best that's obviously no exports. One. God damn. Yeah. That's a You guys can talk out. You guys can I'm talk willing out. to put my neck I'll, out there. I'll look up whether it's actually American, but you guys keep talking. Okay. Uh, we yeah. a- we actually care about st- last week I just said fucking random shit and I pretended <sighs> like it was factual. Now we're doing Alright, episode two, we're going hardcore on the research. What, well you can't oh, lie about form. yourself. Well, you're talking about your, well, you're talking no, about I was yourself. I was, no no, I said some shit like just dropped years of albums and I was like years off. Oh, okay. Oh, which which was like so easy to Google and <laughs> to verify. <laughs> but anyways, fuck that. We're not doing that shit. All right, yeah. so let me tell you what we eat, okay? Because I'm going to throw it around. We don't have Thanksgiving. I've never fucking heard that shit until like Disney Channel imperialized. You, you never, mind. your family's never like uh, celebrated as like, oh, this is a major, hall. like is Thanksgiving not standard across the world is what I'm asking. Like even if you don't no, care not, about it, people just use Not as far as I know. No, no, okay. no, it's not, it's not, it's not like a, it's not to the level of like Christmas in Asian countries where it's like, right. yay, Christmas, you know, like it's not that level, it's not a Christmas level okay. kind of, kind of thing, but for Christmas, we would have prawns normally, and it's just like f- fish, fish is like such a Christmas thing, it's summer yep. here, so it's not like it's America where it's, where it's winter and you should be eating winter food. So yeah. you want something refreshing. So fish is usually the first thing to go with. It's fishing season, so people tend to go out. Sometimes if, you, if your family cares enough, you'll actually catch the fish that you eat. But let's be real, most people don't do that. And then you're at the mercy of your father's fishing skills, which can be iffy. Uh, and yeah, so we just usually have prawns and stuff like that. And then you have like, you know, you know what? I can't remember a single time. I don't think I've ever had mac and cheese. You've never had I, mac and cheese? I legitimately don't think I've ever had mac and cheese. The only reason I know mac and cheese is from like Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. And also I, I saw, no, no, I, I saw it at the, uh, at the grocery store once and I was like, hmm, I should try this one day. I just never did. What is it? Someone tell me what it actually is. Is it just, uh, it's, it's just noodles, pasta? noodles with like a really, really, uh, Cheesy. cheese sauce yeah cheese sauce. yeah I, I, there's really so no other way to explain it it's just yeah pasta with incredibly thick yellow cheese well there's okay. like a there's like a gourmet version and there's like a really really shitty version and those yeah. are like kind of culinary but culinarily different but yeah it's basically pasta with a sauce that's primarily cheese flavored so yeah. look, let, let's see this let's see this if you talk about mashed potato let's let's define mashed potato yeah isn't sure. mashed potato basically Sure. A carb with yes. butter and milk, which is essentially a cheese. 
No. So what is the no. difference between no. macaroni no. and cheese no. and potato? No. no, that's not that's not what a cheese is. They overlap. No. I, I'm I'm thinking in palate wise, you shouldn't have both. That's like my, literally that's, not, that's, that's literally not what a cheese is. No, no, but I mean like where it comes from. You know what I mean? Like the concept is similar. Would you it's, disagree? It, it mean, may be similar in concept, but I mean the end result is so wildly different that. I I mean, dude, that, that's that's like, like what bread is. Bread bread is like yeah, flour exactly. and like and like milk and I don't know yeah. whatever. Like I don't know what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, you can you can distill bread into being a cheese. I've never had mac and cheese, but I've had bread. I can tell the difference between bread and mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. And mashed potatoes. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Right. Wait. Know. So. so yeah, I have yeah, a question I, for you. What, what, what point were you making? Actually, I don't know. I was just, I was just throwing shit out because I don't know what mashed potato. I don't know what uh, mac and cheese is. It's good radio. Good radio. I have a question for you, Alex. <laughs> How big is mac and cheese in Australia? Like, do your friends eat it? Like, don't they have like they have like KFC, Chick Fil A? Like, don't they have macaroni and cheese at sides? As at what KFC? Yeah. yeah, dude. I was never a KFC kid, kid as a kid. I went to KFC once. In my entire okay. youth life. Okay. What about now? Just what? Still now I don't, I don't eat meat, no. so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're a vegetarian. So, it yeah, doesn't so really matter to me now. So, obviously, I'm not going to eat KFC. But, yeah, like, okay. I've only been to KFC once. I know KFC does the uh, mashed potato and gravy. Yeah, right. I don't know about mac and cheese. Yeah, but mashed potato and gravy is, like... That, that's, like, very, very... That's, that's anywhere in the English-speaking world. You, you'll, you'll yeah, yeah. That shit. Yeah, it's but I mean, I, I mean at KFC. Okay. Yeah. I know KFC has that, but not uh, mac and cheese. I'm pretty sure they have mac and cheese. Let me, let me Google. We're, we're, apparently, we're being factual now, so I have to Google KFC Australia. Oh, God. We, 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 should, we should have had Manasir on. Manasir is like the more, uh, I don't know. The more culinary minded. No, he's, 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 he's the more uh, just, just like basic bitch Australian. Like. Oh, Right. Ads is ads is like the uh, the bohemian. He's he's someone who wants to travel around the world and doesn't eat meat. He, he's like sort of like an like outsider. He's not inherently yeah. Australian. Like he is Australian. I'm I'm the anti like... I'm the anti Australia and the anti Lebanese. Being <laughs> Lebanese and vegetarian is uh not very good since yeah. the entire Lebanese uh, well, yeah, culinary it's... palate is meat. <laughs> my friend is like you. One of my best friends. She's uh. She's a Lebanese and she's a vegetarian. Oh wait, so, I don't. So, I know how she does it. Wait, so, wait. So, so since you don't eat meat, when you have like, uh, if let's say you had to have some big holiday dinner, what's your main dish? Like, what's your thing that you put in, in this in the center of everything? Uh, really, I try and avoid them as much as possible nowadays, because really, yeah, people love to make an issue of uh, vegetarianism. Okay, so, uh, I try and avoid them as much as I can. But usually okay. I just have like some sort of pasta or something like that. No, without the meat. Well, well, let's say you're doing it for yourself. Like you're not like caring about what other people think about you. You're just like making, you know, like a nice like holiday dinner for yourself, like a special occasion dinner. Not even a holiday. It's like you know what? I want to treat myself. Normally I just do Japanese curry. Huh? Wait, wait. Isn't okay. Japanese curry made with like uh, demi glace that's made out of like uh, concentrated dead animals? No. Not the one huh? I get, anyways. Maybe maybe huh? some are. Right. Maybe some are, but not the one I get. So I'm guessing you don't go home for Christmas or like the prawns. Mm, I don't like the prawns, but people love the prawns in my place, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I was I was never a good f- big fish person, anyways. Prawns yeah. yuck me out. Yeah. 
Sure. No, thanks. I've right. never actually had that much fish in my life either. So the main the main meat I grew up with were chicken and lamb. I had those regularly. The first time I've actually made my own fish was in the junior year of college. Mm-hmm. And that's that was when I first got into lifting and I think I got sold the BS idea that you need fish as a lean meat or whatever. Right, so it's given us the perfect transition. We can transition perfectly into right. our second topic. Mr. Mr. Brian Kawaii Shaw, who right. was quoted as by Wax, the cutest and strongest. And then he said we could three man it. And I'm not sure if he was talking about Brian Shaw here. Oh, no, like we, a, a sexual connotation way. <clears throat> I mean, sexual would have to be the only way because he is still a 300 pound man that can deadlift a thousand pounds. 300? You mean, you mean 500? He's like, he's not yeah, four, he, 500. He's like 400, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah 400. Yeah. 300 is yeah. like nothing. Like, that's like the lightest strongman. It's not, yeah, it's like oh, a yeah, yeah. bodybuilding. So How much do you follow a strongman? Wax. Uh, not at all. So this is a... So this is why I'm getting into it. So I don't know how, but like, I guess someone linked a video of this. So I ended up watching a couple of like Brian Shaw videos. And then uh, for some reason, I think the Discovery Channel, not Discovery, or History Channel. Oh, yeah, they were they, doing that. Yeah. Yeah. They were this what, what was that show called? The Strongest Man in History. Yeah. Which is a show with like five like powerlifting, uh, professional powerlifters. And they just had yeah. the entire season one on YouTube for free. And I just got into it. And I was like... And it and it's got me into this world of people that I didn't really give a shit about. So yeah, powerlifters. I guess their job seems to be so, okay. So so their end. Wait, goal do you mean is, do you mean powerlifters or strongmen? I'm oh, I'm, I'm going to be pedantic, but there's a oh, pretty no, no, decent no, no, difference. No, please me. So what's Brian Shaw? Is he a, so what, is he a strongman strong or powerlifter? He's a strongman. He's, he's, he's a strongman. Okay, my powerlifting is completely different. So I was to give you. If I was to give you the TLDR difference between strongman and powerlifting, powerlifting yeah. is entirely focused on three moves. Uh, Squat, okay. deadlift, and bench press. Bench. So, like, in my opinion, as purely from an entertainment aspect, I don't think powerlifting could ever reach the heights of strongman purely because strongman has that entertainer, you know, feats exactly. of awe and, you know, like, that, that kind of exactly. thing where, like, they're fucking pulling trucks <laughs> they like right, right. there's this yeah, guy exactly. he's pulling a truck like and then there's the the uh, atlas atlas stones atlas stones atlas stones they do the um what was the the hold the hercules hold where they legit it's like you know yeah, those you, um yeah the you know those torture you the, the torture the torture medieval torture unit where they pull your arms apart and exactly, your arms yeah. yeah but it's like that but you got to hold weights and hold it exactly. for as long as you can and, yeah, and the guys like tearing biceps and shit so there's that kind of like awe and it's not standardized in the way that powerlifting is so that yep. when you go from event to event or from different event uh holders, it's, it's like it's imagine yeah ima- imagine playing league of legends and then yeah. your next competition they're like fuck that you're not playing league of legends you're playing apex go fucking exactly. do it <laughs> that's exactly. basically what like it is and or maybe not apex maybe like just dodo or like hot yeah just hot I, I, I think hot. still within the realm of mobas well, you know, that league genre, but one thing I will say is that even, like, taking out the relativity factor, powerlifting by itself is also just incredibly boring to watch. Yeah, and this like is huge. coming, yeah, from, this is coming from someone with a vested um, uh, interest in lifting in general, because the events for powerlifting, 
they're all essentially moving a bar a few inches in various different ways. And the average person is never going to watch that and have their mind blown or watch it and want to watch more. Whereas, like Ad said, Strongman does have that, like, awe-inspiring factor of, like, the stuff you see, which is, like, lifting a huge-ass stone, pulling a truck, etc. I think the problem for powerlifting is the fact that Olympic weightlifting has taken all the people who would ever watch powerlifting as a sport away yeah. from it. Like, like Exactly. You can't have Olympic powerlifting, uh, Olympic lifting, sorry, Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting live in the same realm. They're too close. They're too similar, whereas strong men exactly. can live off that kind of like, wow, this guy just fucking pulled a truck 100 exactly. meters. What the fuck? Or this 500-pound yes. behemoth 7-foot-6 man, who's literally called the mountain, just exactly. uh, <laughs> just fucking ran a train. Like You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's that That's fuck. another thing. It's like it's name value. Like you have the mountain. Yeah. Like Even if you don't follow lifting, you probably know him if you're – an average person that watches a Game of Thrones, like, it has that sort of name brand value. Whereas powerlifting, like, if you asked a random person, like, who's the best powerlifter, they wouldn't say it. They'd probably say Eddie Hall, like, for example. Because that's, that's the image in their minds. Which episode did you that. watch of that of that world? You didn't, the 500 kilo guy. Anyways, what, which episode did you watch of the strongest man? That world's strongest mm. man uh, in history thing. Oh, so so I watched like all of it. So I, I was gonna say, so interesting what was your about it. Moment. Was, the interesting about the show. Well, well uh, before I go to that, I just want to say, it's just like, I feel like the what what made it so compelling to me is not just like you know like the feats of strength, but it's like the contrast in, you know, this like gargantuan like muscular exterior and just like how goofy these guys are. And I think. Because yeah, like that. Be- before that, like I really thought of like uh, you know uh, who was it? who was half the or the other guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the mountain. Like that's, yeah, that's him. And who was the guy before that? Magnus uh, or Magnuson, right? Uh, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. The two Icelandic guys. They were very much like in the mold of like presenting themselves as oh yeah, like I'm this macho strong man. I'm like a descendant of Vikings and like. Have I, you I watched any Martin's Lisa's concert? Nope. Okay, so, so he's but so, he's the antithesis of that kind of thing. Well, that's yeah. what I was saying. Like, like this this show basically was like, oh wait, no, like these guys aren't just like these like these dumb. Well, I don't I don't want to say dumb, but you know, they present themselves as like very stereo, you know, very stereotypically. And this show is just about these guys who are like, yeah, you know, like I said, like they they're, they're they're cute in a sense. They're, who they're who like, was on it? Um, it was so it was Nick Brian Nick Shaw, Best, Eddie Hall, Robert. Oberst and Brian Shaw. Yeah, Oberst. Yeah, okay. And yep. my sense is that the other three aren't like anywhere near as good as Brian Shaw, but whatever, they're just there. Eddie Hall is the world's strongest man winner, so he's oh, as good. He's Obviously, Brian Shaw won four times though, but yeah. But regardless, he's in the same realm. He's in the Ober- same realm. Oberst is good enough to be a finalist, but never good enough to win. Same with Nick Best. But I'm assuming yeah. like like they're they were cast for the show not just because they were good, but because like their personalities fit. Their personalities. Yeah. And I yeah. think the producers knew, like, hey, you know, this show is going to be funny because, like, these guys, like, they're so fucking strong and, like, their outward experience, their outward uh, appearance is so intimidating. But when you hear them talk to each other or, like, just the way they like, interact, the way they do stuff, they're just, they're like, they're like nerds. They're yeah, just nerds. they're very marketable. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like 400 pound middle schoolers. But instead of, like, playing video games all day, all they, what they do is they eat all day and they lift. And that's, yeah. that's, there's not much it doesn't seem like they're very different from like any other obsessive type 
except their obsession is just you know like lifting and and in every other way they're just as dorky as any other kind of like person who you know commits like their life to a certain cause you know mm-hmm. yes I think, I think that show was really good i think the thing is that people don't get with strongman if you just you know like read an article like when um uh not when well, blanking out uh when the mountain when half thor did that 501 kilo lift that like pushed beyond the realm of strongman and mm-hmm. went into like even my friends who have no understanding of they're like oh did you see this you know what i mean and yeah, then exactly. you go into like if, if you do get it deep into it then you see like these guys are supposed to be like super intimidating and then you watch the behind the scenes and everyone's cracking jokes everyone's talking everyone's like it's not like that kind of hyper competitive realm where you see in i guess other sports have it to that degree but who who's who's dropping who has a youtube channel like say the nba which guy has a youtube channel where he's just fucking recording his you know his locker room exactly no one does that right exactly it's not that kind of thing obviously because there's fucking rules and regulations around it you don't (laughs) want to leak your strats and whatnot but then you have strong men literally tell their competitor you should try this when you're doing the 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 stones or whatever this will help you even though you're pretty much giving a hint to the (coughs) sorry the guy who could beat you kind of thing exactly so what was your favorite like episode like what were they doing in your favorite episode um damn i don't think i only only watched various clips because i got uh i got oce i couldn't watch the whole thing like you yeah i'm same as that Honestly, I don't think like any of the episodes really stood out in terms of like their theming. It was really more like the human interactions that that really carried it because they tried to put in like new, you know, regional themes. But right. I don't think any of them were that. That like, it really didn't matter the what they were one. doing. I saw the Scotland yeah. one. That's what I saw. That was that's the season finale, and I was like, it? it didn't really matter whether you know like what the actual lists were as long as I got got to see these guys interacting. Like I didn't particularly care that it was like oh. Okay. So it wasn't the actual like feats of strength that interested I mean, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like that's kind of how sports is, though. If you think about it, it's it really for because I'm a casual. That's what, and I think that's Feels when you look casual. at. Well, yeah, when you look at any kind of sports, <laughs> uh, you know, the casuals don't really understand like the competition that well, but they're kind of drawn to the characters and the interesting people, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it was for me. I was like, and also sort of like again the contrast, like how different these yeah. people were from what I expected okay so for you, you know, it's more you know, kind of you know what yeah my favorite part was like nick best like always losing and it was yeah just that, was like that was funny <laughs> like, because yeah. like, yeah. he's he's clearly older than the other guys he's not you know he's you know over the hill by this time and like in every show he would you would finish last or fail to do something and it was just like and and there everyone was like so so like you know good spirited about it and I, I thought that's that was just like my favorite like underlying plot line of the entire thing it's like ah you know this guy they, they still respect him like no 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 one's gonna like no one's gonna give him a yeah. hard time for like failing to finish like a race or whatever mm-hmm. yep so but yeah. I want to ask you guys who are more into it because I I told you like why I'm into it as casual like what is your uh, specific like, attraction to this sport compared to other sports. Should uh, should I go, go first, first or do you? Yeah, like go okay, so I, I think. First, you know? Thank you, so generous. But I think my main attraction to it is mainly just it's all the stuff you said because I do enjoy that aspect of you know like I, I still value personality so I think seeing them kind of just be four hundred pound toddlers is very fun to watch. 
So there's that. But I think it's mainly just that ever since I've gotten into fitness and lifting, I value strength. So, like, it's always a good time to just, like, tune in and see someone kind of, like, defy, like, human expectations and just pull shit off like that. So I think it's just... It's just something I enjoy. It's like if someone grew up playing basketball their entire life, so they naturally just appreciate good basketball. They they tune in for like most stuff, not just the NBA, but you know they tune in for any other professional league. So that's how I see it. Yeah, I'm I'm also like interested in strongman. I'm interested in powerlifting. I'm interested in, in Olympic weightlifting. Like I'll I go through like those kind of phases where I'm really into Agreed. Olympic weightlifting, and I'll just watch like. 10 years worth of Olympic, uh, 10 years, 10 like different Olympics and the finals of each Olympics event. And then, and then I'll be like, all right, I'm done with weightlifting now. I'll go move on to strongman. And strongman does go through that wax and wane period where there's two big events. And then in between there are smaller events. So you really tune in for, you know, the Arnold classic in Ohio. And then you tune into the world's strongest man, which doesn't even get streamed live. So you're following a spreadsheet because they do yep. it all for TV, so you don't actually get to see the events until I think it's normally it would be like a six month break, but because of COVID, it got delayed till November. So I think it's going to be a two month yep. break this time. It usually gets yep. shown on Boxing Day in the UK. So that whatever, would be like twenty. Whatever that is, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, the day after Christmas. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, but now it's only a two month break. But normally you'd wait six months. You you saw the results on a spreadsheet, but you got to wait six months to uh what's the actual actual uh actual yep. event kind of thing and i will yeah. cut in here with the tangent but like how ad said he's in two various phases of watching these uh strength sports i'm the same way but i think going back just to dump on powerlifting a bit more i'm never <laughs> my phases never involve powerlifting like i enjoy powerlifting as like uh phase of my training from now and then but i don't actually enjoy watching the sport partly because like i said earlier the three lifts are incredibly like unrewarding to watch in my opinion at at the highest level in terms of a competitive sense and another thing is knowing that most of the competitors and powerlifters are likely not the best like even like the world's best are not the world's best because it's because of the sumo deadlift guys man fuck those guys <laughs> yeah it's terrible they destroyed the lift but no i think uh like if you're a big and strong dude or if you're a dude with the capability of being big or strong there's a million avenues you would go to before you even look at strength sports like you know if you're the elite you'd be recruited into a general sport like football both both types yeah a lot basketball, of the best Failed NFL players, honestly. Exactly. Failed, for various reasons. Yeah. Didn't yeah, end up like being that. NFL guys. And yeah. you, you, hear, you hear those stories of that 16-year-old who lifts fucking 250-kilo bench press as a 16-year-old exactly. who's trying to get into the NFL kind of thing, you know what I mean? Exactly. And those guys either make the NFL and then you don't hear about them in policy, or they don't make the exactly. NFL and you hear about them five years later breaking a record. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ex- that, yeah, exactly. That's more or less it. So, like, like even including lifting sports and barbell related sports powerlifter is always going to be at the, the bottom out of the, yeah out of the three exactly that we mentioned yeah exactly it's going to be at the bottom like there's not much monetary incentive to go into it so like even when you're watching it you kind of know that 
this isn't the best that's possible. This isn't the best I'm getting. But, like, you don't have that with Strongman or with NBA or with Olympic lifting. Is that true with Strongman? Like, I, I, when you look at Strongman, you're 100% sure, like, these people, like, this is the best thing they could have ever done. In certain countries, I'd say yes, because the current winner is from the Ukraine, and he's not even that big. He's mm. six foot on the dot. Six yeah. foot on the dot. He's almost a little, probably a little bit less than 300 pounds. So next to these behemoths like Brian Shaw, and it is true that this year was a, a lesser competition because Eddie Hall's retired. Uh, mm. Thor is doing boxing for some reason. Uh, Martins Lisas, the guy who won last year, was injured. He got hit by a car. But doesn't the fact that Half is doing boxing and acting sort of tell you, like, hey, you know, people can find more money. They're not. They're not going to stay in. Uh, they're not going to stay. Yeah, in I think Half was very lucky with uh, with being on Game of Thrones. I don't think that's that's, that's true. He was not the first choice. That is true. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not like he walked into the the Game of Thrones thing. That's yeah, true. He was lucky. a replacement. Yeah, I think that was it. Was, just it was, it was miraculous for him. Yeah, it really, really was. was for sure. Hmm. All, right, All right, so the so topic. Speaking, oh, yeah, so the oh, transition. No, no, no. I was going to help you make a transition. So. All right. So just like they pulled Guinness Book of World Records lifts from that strongest man in history, we are going to be talking about the Guinness Book of World Records and other uh, corporation-related endeavors i'd say okay. such as the michelin and the michelin star which was a conversation that occurred in the discord a few days ago so i learned mm-hmm. this very recently that michelin is the car company uh being basically is is there anything higher than the michelin star in terms of in terms of like respect is there no. anything higher than that no that's it i that's mean the there's well, there is in terms of, there probably is in terms of, like, if you're super elitist, but in terms of, like, what, you know, people care about and what's going to like drive. People like, people are basically like, what is someone going to Google? Yeah, exactly. In terms of what's going to drive customers to your restaurant, then yeah, that's it. Michelin is the one above all. Okay. So, yeah. I, I was reading a bit, and I found out that um, Gordon Ramsay lost his Michelin star recently. Mm-hmm. And that pushed me on to see what other companies are doing random endeavors such as Guinness and the Guinness Book of World Records. See, I didn't even, even correlate until I did this research that it was Guinness, the beer company, or the alcohol company. I don't know if they make other alcohol. Uh, they make Harp. They make Harp lager. Yeah, fucking I know what that is. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> why did they make the Book of World Records? Does anyone know? I'm, just, I'm pop quizzing you now. I have no uh, idea. Because uh, advertising? I don't know. No, because they wanted it to be the ultimate be all and end all of pub quizzes. Mm. That was, that's pretty much. Uh, okay, I'm saying this like I just did 20 seconds of research on the internet. I could be so, completely wrong, but so nobody's gonna fact check me, so it doesn't matter. It's, yeah, basically. It, but advertising that's like tied to uh, your yeah your like actual product. Keith was saying Michelin star was to get people to go out and use their tires, like to travel and use their Ooh. tires, and hence tie into the fact that you need to buy new Michelin tires if you're going to go to fucking bumfuck nowhere to get this Michelin star restaurant. That makes incredible sense. And that is something I'm finding out just now. And the third one is Red Bull and Extreme Sports. And other sports now. Now And esports. And (laughs) esports. And another esports. Yeah. So, what do you guys think of those three? Uh, Isn't it kind of... 
it seems kind of fucking obvious, right? It's sort of like begs Red the question. Bulls, Red Bulls one's pretty obvious. That one's obvious. I think it that begs the too, question, I mean, why aren't people doing more of it? You know, like, like why, why, why aren't... That's, like, this that's should, this should be a thing that, that a shit ton of people are doing. Like, why don't more brands do this? It's like, uh, you know, like, I, th- I think it's it's a bit of like a self-deprecating joke, but I think like Axe, you know, giving away free uh, deodorant at like gaming conventions, it's like, yeah, yeah. you guys do that. Come on. It's exactly. A, it, that, that's win-win. Yeah. Like, so, so this brings me to the next point. You've beautifully yeah. transitioned me to the next point about how more companies should do this. Imagine now you are on the marketing team of Amazon. Okay. <laughs> okay. And you need to do something similar to the Michelin star, Guinness Book of World Records, Red Bull and Extreme Sports. What are you doing? What are you jumping into that can tie into your brand and your company, even though your company basically is related to everything nowadays? Uh, making Emmy Award winning TV shows. No, nah, <laughs> Yeah. Do they have any? I don't know. Yeah, they do. That's why it's so fucking random. They do all this shit that's like not... Well, what are they now? They own they, a they, games company now, do they not? Yeah. They bought they a game all, company. They just do all this shit that's like not yeah. related to sending you boxes. Yeah. The problem with, at least for me, on my end, the problem with having an Amazon thing similar to the other ones is that Big, Amazon is it's 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 pervasive in they're too, American. Yeah, they're too big, I think. Then they're not as charming as your Michelin and your Michelin star or yeah, your Red Bull and Extreme Sports. Hey, Red Bull's hated Michelin. in soccer though. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. And, you, you, and you, I think Oh no, sorry, keep going. No, you just don't fucking think of Michelin, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah, does anyone make a decision on their tires based on who the fuck it is? No. I've bought tires once in my life and I bought them cannot tell you the brand that they were literally cannot i kind of just go with like the best available option yeah the cheapest for best but i think like amazon has its hands in everything like the stuff like michelin and guinness etc like even if they were pervasive in american society they have a defined like they have a defined lane that they stay in but essentially amazon is it's running in every lane so it can't really have I, yeah. that thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like this is kind of like if like a hot sauce company was like the, the primary provider of like meteorological like radar. It's like, here's here's your like fucking heat wave report brought to you by like Tabasco. And, and they're exactly. just like tied, tied to the weather report. So like, yeah. capitalist right now. Yeah, like they're, they're just like tied to like, like every weather report. Capitalist. I love that. <laughs> we're, here's we're your going. weather report. <laughs> Delivered by Tabasco. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. And there's the primary investor in like meteorological satellites. And, then and no, so they actually put money into it. Like they're they're the guys who like pay for all that shit. Is that what you mean? Just not like paying as an yeah, advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because like it's not like you know, like I'm sure like the Guinness Book of Records isn't like super expensive, but it's like there's some non-zero sum going in there. Yeah, you got to send someone there. They got to fucking like watch you do it, kind yeah. of thing. There's some money into it, and then Michelin. They, they don't just like give you a star and then you know there you go on your no, way yeah, they, they come they, they come back right? yeah and they, they, they have to come reviewers. back yeah they gotta yeah. employ a bunch of people to go around and like just do all these things yep. let's see if we can find out how much the michelin program costs i can't find it i'll give up if, if it takes two more than 10 seconds i'm not i'm not 
I'm not gonna fucking try. So Guinness Book of World Records. Ah, okay. MF Doom. And oh, oh my god, I'm so good. Wait, wait, let me let me backtrack. We were talking about Thanksgiving food. We've been talking about Guinness Book of World Records. I'm proposing an album for album of the week. M M Food by MF Doom, which has a song called Guinnesses on it. Can you spell that? MM dot 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 food. It's an album that essentially Mm, is all about food or has food related puns. Oh, like mmm food. Yeah, mmm food. Yeah. Okay. okay, So we got Thanksgiving tie in. We got the Guinness Book of World Records tie in. It's a great album. It's hilariously fun. It's MF Doom. So you know you got beats and raps. I propose everyone should listen to this album because it is extremely entertaining. And my favorite song on that is definitely Potholders with Count Base D, which might be the greatest rap name of all time. Potholders? What is this song yeah. about? Dude, fucking, I don't know. No one can understand what fuck MF Doom's talking about. Alright. Thanks, Ads. Let's end the show. Thanks. Thank you, Ads. Uh, we're supposed to plug ourselves now. So right. let's start with that wax. Okay. Uh, what are, I don't know. Like, there's nothing that you guys can consume that'll help me. So yeah, just listen. Listen to this podcast, even though it's terrible. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, ads and you know, ads mom. You know, send it to ads dad, ads relatives, because you know, obviously, you want to get to know more about your uh, your kid. Yeah. True. Also, follow me at Ongaku Osusume for Japanese music recommendations. I'm trying to look good for the JET program so they think that I actually have any influence on this world and on can Twitter make Japan look better. On Twitter. On Twitter. Okay, on Twitter. That is okay. at Ongaku Osusume. All right. Let's hope Google's good enough that you don't have to spell that correctly to find me. Skitter, do you want to plug yourself anywhere? I have nothing to plug. I'd just like to say that it's my By first time doing a podcast. It was pretty enjoying. And yeah.